He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. My special guest is Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale, appearing via the Laser Hotline. Hi, Gavin. Hey, how are you? All things considered, I'm doing all right. Right. Where are you? Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. And you're in Los Angeles, aren't you? Um, yes, I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting how this crisis is being handled state by state and how there's no real uniformity when comparing a place like California to, say, a place like Iowa. But what are things like in L.A. right now, and how much isolating have you personally been doing? Oh, I've been 100% isolated for, like, three weeks, four three weeks, something like that. I mean, you know, I go to, I take my dog to the park. There's, a, like, a park that I've never seen anyone there, so it's beautifully empty. I take him there, and I have been a few times carefully, but with a mask and stuff, like gone shopping, um, just to get food. But really, really minimizing my contact with the whole world. <laughs> you know, I had my boys for the first two weeks, and then they went with their mum. Um, and uh, so now I've been in like lockdown mode. You know, are you not locked down there? Are you still. Like just living the dream? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's it's similar to what you're describing. We're still able to go do the essentials, but we're being highly encouraged to sort of stay indoors when we can. And to be honest with you, Gavin, it's nice to have some adult interaction once in a while when you're me and you're dealing with three young kids in a sort of quarantine situation. So it's nice to talk to you today. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Aside from work, I mentioned the kids. I got lots of projects I've been able to knock out around the house. And like so many, I've been binge watching lots of TV. Are there things you've been doing to stay occupied that either you hadn't done in a while or found a new appreciation for? Um, I, I, I really have been playing a lot of guitar, had a lot of fun. I've been enjoying a lot of time, really trying to study it and give myself to it a bit more and, and, uh, you know, doing a lot of press for the record, um, and and really, really just excited about um, about people hearing the new record. I don't what well, obviously it's such a weird time, um, and but bringing out new music is weird because it, it, if you do it and it connects and it's this this record is so far is connecting with people, um, you become like almost like a soundtrack for this terrible pandemic. You know, for the well, people always remember when they heard "Flowers on a Grave" because. Uh, this is such an unprecedented, strange time, right? I love the video. You mentioned flowers on a grave. With your theatrical experience, how much enjoyment do you get out of that particular creative process versus making songs for an album? How does that stack up? It's really fun. I've worked with the same guy for 12 years, and so we always have a, just a really good creative time just to work together, and I let him be free and wild, and then I just, I just tag along for the ride and provide the music. You know, he's really good, and and um, I always try and uh, encourage his ideas, and, and you know, I mean, I told him, all I told him in this one, I said, I wanted some da- a dancing girl, I wanted a girl dancing around me, but not one like romantically <clears throat> connected to in any way, just like a girl dancing, just like make it really vibrant and wild, and you've got this crazy, beautiful girl, Chelsea Fuji, and she does this like crazy thing in front of me, and 
does the jump in front of me and then dance around me. And, you know, this is all live. This is not, this is like, this has to happen. It's one take. The album, The Kingdom, uh, is coming in July. Was it already essentially finished before this age of COVID-19, Gavin? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was ready to come out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was ready. We were, like, gung-ho and doing our thing. Is it tough now that you've got some downtime to not want to tinker with it? Or when you hand it off, you say, okay, it's finished. That's it. No more tinkering. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's done. It's done. It's been it's been done for some time, and, and I'm I'm happy about that. You know, it's you know you know I you intrinsically you know when things are ready. You know when they're ready and they're done. I don't have that thing of like, you know, hanging on to it for for forever to tinker with it. No, no, I'm 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 quite quick. Often, what happens is is there happens the uh, opportunity to work on it. You know, because we have to tour so much and do a one off here, do this that. You know, it's not like you have. Okay, this month you're just finishing the record. There's always like loads of other things happening that get in the way. With each album representing a snapshot in time, when you look back at the last album, Black and White Rainbows, which you and I discussed was a difficult one for you personally, and then you compare it to The Kingdom, what words come to mind? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a sort of a triumph and a defiance with, um, with, with the kingdom and with uh, with uh, black white rainbows, it was you know just pretty bruised and you know it's it's uh, you know sometimes people have been said to me like uh, you know how's it how's the coronavirus like uh, <laughs> I got divorced you know so yeah. I think I can handle anything um, so anyway you know you just make it through stuff but uh, this 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 record is really strong and. Um, and there's a defiance that I like, but not it's not it's not arrogant. It's more like just like well, okay, here I go, you know, I'm doing my thing. So it's just it's just it has that sort of you know, which is again the kingdom, and it's like coming to this place of getting away from all the self righteous, judgmental people in my life, you know. And are there any are is it you know is it really an accident, you know, is it really an accident uh, when things happen, you know? Things happen, I think, for a reason, and 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 so now when people talk about with with the with the with this lockdown, and are people going to be better people when they come out of this? Uh, are they going to, you know, are they going to uh, be a changed person, be a better version of themselves? You know, what's this pandemic going to do to people? And I just love the idea that we have a we have a record. It's not it's not like coming out in spite of it. It's, it's coming out in tandem with it. It's like it's like the bomb. It's like the sonic bomb to the to to the zeitgeist. You know, this is what happening. And check this record out. It can take you away, take you on journeys you didn't think you're going to go on right now. And um, that's super exciting to have that kind of a record. I don't know. I don't know when we're going to share that excitement live, but I know that creatively, people can have this record, and it's going to be cool. Yeah, looking forward to getting our hands on it in the month of July. Gavin Rossdale, my special guest today. We surpassed the 25th anniversary of 16 Stone in December of last year. Do milestones like that mean much to you, Gavin? When you consider how important that album was in the scope of this career you've enjoyed? I mean, the record itself means everything, everything to me, and the reception and the people and the concert that means everything to me the, an actual number with it um it's, it i don't you know what i mean i don't i don't spend too much time thinking about it i can't believe it it depresses me slightly because it just means i'm fully aware of, of the time when it began you know you may be young enough that you can't think 25 years back you know it seems so much and so mm. now i go oh that is a real drag so that means i can really feel the scope of my life 
you know, because I've experienced, do you understand what I mean, that, that stretch of time. So I'm slightly in denial about that because I really like life and I don't really want to go anywhere. Sure. But unfortunately, you just go uh, on the time scale. You really, you know, I'm like, oh, you know. So I probably don't ponder on it too much because I find it a bit depressing, but it's an incredible accolade. And I, most people can't get um, record deals, let alone have a 28-year career. You know? mm, for sure. Crazy. It's crazy. So, so for me, I've got to be like, i got to look at it like that and be like, listen, man, you are one lucky son of a gun. But I feel good and I feel really excited about um, the future and this playing this record when we do get to come out. And we will get to come out and it will come around. You know, we will, we will come around. It just it just seems a distant concept right now. I you know I appreciate all the uh, words of encouragement and optimism on your social media, especially on your Twitter feed at Gavin Rossdale. You're an incredibly optimistic guy, and you offer some really thoughtful words. I appreciate and always look forward to. So thank you for that. Oh my pleasure, my pleasure. Look forward to the release of the new album, The Kingdom, in the month of July. Thank you for your time again, Gavin. It's always great talking to you. Yeah, man. Likewise, you be safe out there. Same to you, my friend. Except not rules.